Welcome back to the Culture of Safety. How's everybody doing today? Good, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's another beautiful day in Bakersfield. Um, we also have another guest in the studio today, uh, Mr. Brett Mosley from American Safety here in Bakersfield. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. So uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about, of course, we're, we're helping entry-level people, people get their foot in the door. And I know that your company, um, I used to work for them, helped me get to where I am. You know, I started off in rescue and through the programs that you guys had, I was actually able to gain a full-time job as a safety professional. So we want to show how a lot of companies are like yours, how they kind of help people develop them for, you know, full-time positions. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I can kind of elaborate on it a little bit. So again, my name's uh, Brett Mosley. Um, you know, I'm with American Safety Services. And, uh, you know, we've been in business since 1991. Uh, my father, Gene Mosley, started the business. And um, just, I think I got into safety full time about 05. Um, yeah, just doing what we do. So, um, you know, there, there's a few ways to get into safety is, you know, most, you know, um, you know, I would say nowadays, the way that most people tr tell you to do it is to, you know, go the route of going through college and maybe going through like a environmental resource management or fire science or any other um, focused degrees in occupational health and safety. Um, now, if that's not the case, a lot of other folks may be working in a construction company or um, maintenance or whatever industry you're in, anything industrial, most cases that require a safety manager, or, you know, some kind of a safety associate to be there. A lot of times, um, say it's somebody that may have been in a leadership role and, um, you know, always showed, you know, good safety culture on the job or maybe good leadership of when it comes to safety and maybe they get promoted or maybe they get to start doing, um, you know, safety topics or, you know, maybe working on the programs here a little bit. And then um, from there, uh, putting them through some through some different safety courses and kind of turning them into, you know, molding them into yeah. what you want them to be from a company. And so um, with American Safety and other safety service um, provider companies, um, it's another way to get into safety where um, you can either, you know, jump in um, with our company in particular, like as a safety consultant, have already having safety experience and training and, you know, uh, board of certified safety professional certifications and things to come along with it. Or um, you can do even what I did when starting at the bottom and, you know, starting with learning, um, you know, how to work on the equipment and, you know, working on gas detection equipment and breathing air equipment. And then from there, um, you know, getting into confined space rescue where, you know, I'm actually, um, you know, performing, um, you know, safety related tasks on sites. And we're, you know, not only when you're, when you're working as a confined space rescue technician, um, you know, you're, you're really jumping into different industries in most cases. So one day you may be with some millwrights, um, you know, the next day um, you, you could be working, you know, in a, in an oil facility, the, the following day, you could be out at an agriculture uh, yeah. food processing facility, all yeah, the way 100%. to John, Johnson and Johnson or wherever it's at, yeah. um, you know, working at air, air, you know, air force bases and tunnels and, you know, it's really airports so, and roads, yeah, airports, oh my. LAX. And, you know, really, it's that's kind of what I liked about, you know, this the most, and especially when I was working in a confined space rescue and into other departments. So was, I, the, the job was constantly changing and I was able to learn a lot. And for instance, um, I, I, I always like to bring up there was uh, several occasions where, you know, us being the American Safety Confined Space team, you know, we show up to go perform confined space tasks. And um, 
we may show up and there's like a, a crew, um, maybe, and I'm not going to name any names, but maybe it was a crew and um, they lost a lead and um, they kind of know what's going on, but not quite. And there's uh, many times where we've actually showed up and I'm like, well, okay, well, I've been on a refractory job. And yeah. Not that I'm trying to go out there and direct work or anything, mm -hmm. but we've definitely been able to kind of connect some dots and kind of put things together to at least help the job and go yeah, smooth. That's not what forward. we're there to do. We're there to perform, <laughs> um, you know, safety and confined space rescue tasks. But again, it's just, you know, what I'm trying to explain is that you, you start to learn tasks mm -hmm. and the more tasks you see, um, really the more valuable you are to a business. And so I think, you know, if you've, you've gone in, you've seen all these different industries, you've, you know, you've worked really around a lot of, lot of different things and you've seen it, um, then you're more likely to jump into more scenarios and be able to offer better guidance in that, in that. Scenario. Yeah, hundred percent. I know Matt will agree with this. That's, that's one of the keys to our success was just the diversity of the, not just the cultures, but the industries that we worked in, mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes it's not just, like you said, it's not just oil and gas. Sometimes we're at mines or geothermal power plants, yeah. or, I mean, like you said, airports, roads, bridges. I mean, I can't name how many different locations that, you know, I've been to and each one has a different culture. Yes. Each one has different safety rules, mm -hmm. right? OSHA versus MSHA versus yep. AG versus this and learning how to apply different rules and learning how to apply different rules with different cultures. Definitely. And like, I think your, your example of the refractory job and that kind of, kind of harkens back to the times where I was doing that. I was like, yeah, you're right. You learn working with these individuals and in, yep. in different companies in that same, same industry, you learn all the different techniques and tools. You learn how things work. You learn how, you know, different components serve a purpose in, you know, the, a chain of either supply or a process. And that kind of develops your intuition and develops your safety knowledge. And, and a lot of it has to do with attention to detail. You know, you get to deal with other people and you're, you're kind of forced to learn yes. different safety professional um, mannerisms, personalities. And the mannerisms and the personalities are, are that's where it all starts. Yeah. I remember when I was uh, first becoming a safety professional and I think that getting to, I, I got to see a lot of good examples yes. and a lot of bad, bad examples, examples for sure. And um, I could say, you know, when I, you know, when we were working out at Oxy, um, I had some great examples and like a guy named Mike Mosier, um, you know, who, who kind of saw some things in me and mentored me a little bit. And I really appreciated that. And, uh, just having folks like that, that, uh, that man and some other folks, my father, a safety professional, um, you know, I always wanted to follow his footsteps, but, um, you know, there's just a lot of people that you run into and those are kind of who you like to model yourself after. And then you, then you try to get the the best character out of that. And that, that becomes you down the road. But I just remember when I first started, I was always like focusing on the mannerisms. Yeah. Like, don't okay, be a who do I want to be? Who do I not yeah, want to be? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Try to try to act like he does. And, you know, there's a lot of these, like the joint engagements we'd always do and, mm -hmm. you know, going out and doing safety sweeps and, getting to work with other professionals. Those are just, that's the kind of stuff that, um, that really helped me become a, a better safety professional. And, um, yeah. Well, it's good exposure too. I know that a lot of companies that when you do develop your, your skills and you, you, they see you time and time and time. And like Matt said, you know, the reason he was picked up was because he did a good job with JSAs and yeah, he ran a good side, exactly. you know, a lot of companies will see that and they're like, Oh, well, what do you know about safety? And you're like, Oh, well I'm doing this X, Y, Z and this, yep. this, and this. And they're like, Oh really? And a lot of times guys, people will actually get picked up that yeah. way, you know? And that's kind of what happened with myself. And so, um, you know, at American safety, I'll, I'll just kind of go into a quick story. So American safety, I mean, we really have a full circle, right? Where you, you can start, 
at the bottom or start mid-level. You yeah. really go through the full circle of the different departments and the learning and, you know, going from a technician to a lead. And um, from there, you really you start to develop yourself. And then um, I could say once I was at American Safety for five or six years, that's when I was actually out on a job. Uh, you know, I was filling in on a, on a rescue job and I ended up out on a job for a couple of weeks and I met a safety professional out there with a company called Brinderson. And, um, from there they pretty much said, Hey, you want to, you want to come on board? And, um, that's pretty much the time when I started doing more, you know, safety training and I was really developing at American safety and starting to do a little bit more consulting. And so it was kind of a hard decision for me. Um, do I leave? now and jump straight into the safety role or do i wait it out a little bit more and you know maybe get into a consulting role yeah and i think my employees today are still in that same position where um you know in american safety we have a lot of jobs that pop up through our consulting division um and but if we don't have anything available at the time and you know our our employees have progressed to the next level to where they're ready to take the plunge mm -hmm. and jump out there into a, a safety role um, and you know, when the employee comes to us and says, Hey, I was out on a job site and, you know, I've been working with these guys for a while and they want to bring me on. Um, some employers might look at that and be like, well, really? And you're leaving oh, yeah, and be upset. But the way we see it is like, we did our part. Like yeah. they did their part. We, we did the mentoring. They came through for us and now an opportunity awaits. And like, I'm not saying that, you know, the, the employee, that's all them doing that. You of know, course. We do our best to help mentor and get mm -hmm. them there. Um, but like I tell everybody um, in interviews, every day on the job um, with us in any job is in, you're on a daily interview, right? Yeah. So you go out to the field, you meet a new client, you're, that client may hire you. So always, you know, besides that, always go 110%. But yeah. um, it's just one of those things, uh, you know, you're, you're going to meet people, you're going to grow your network. And then one day you'll look back on it and just say, wow. Well, yeah, it's it's about promoting your employees yeah. and and helping them develop and getting giving them the skills that they need to succeed. And I mean, I always say it like this: the reason why I I try to help people succeed. Now, this is not just because you know that's what I believe in, but it's from a business standpoint. If you develop those people, they're gonna go out, they're gonna work for some other company, and they're gonna be like, well, you know what, this company, even though they're a little bit more expensive. They were there. They're the one that helped me. They're gonna have that loyalty to you, and they're gonna they're gonna help obviously yeah, develop yeah. your company and theirs as well. We always treat people good, um, especially for that reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some you, of our past employees are our best clients and we definitely yeah. appreciate yeah. that. And yeah, we're definitely fair and treat people fair. And, um, you know, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Good. It's gotta be tough for you as a business to kind of have that turnover where you're training people and you're really giving them all the tools they need to leave your company yeah. once they become a really good asset. So that part of it kind of sucks, but it's temporarily frustrating, but, hopefully, but in the end it gives you, yes. it pays off and, and you know, yes, it pays off that would be selfish for us to not be happy. And, you know, we're more than happy. There's so many people, you know, throughout Kern County and now even out in Texas, since we opened up our other branch out there four years ago, um, that have moved up into bigger positions and, there's nothing better than seeing somebody succeed. For me personally, um, I wanted to be a teacher when I was a kid. When I was younger, I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Hmm. Um, then I got into oil field safety, and then I said, oh, I can do safety training, and oh, I could do this here. So I'll get that teaching bug out of my yeah. system. And instead of you know teaching the youth to you know getting into you know the next level in their lives, it's teaching 
um, professionals how to get in the next level of their lives. And again, that's just, there's nothing more rewarding than that. To yeah. Me, you see, least. you yeah. see them, you know, graduate, you see them get their certifications oh, and you're just like, Oh wow. And then, yeah. you know, I know I've been obviously in your, in your guys's office every yeah. once in a while. And I'll see some of the people I used to work with. Like, hey, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. You know, it's a and meeting it's, ground. it's really cool. And you're like, Hey, you know, we all got, we all have that, yep. that shared similar experience that we all yes. worked at the same place. And, you know, we use the tools that you've given yeah. us to, to leverage to better jobs and make more money and, and have better lives. And myself, having been one of those folks that I've been through the cycle, I went through the building yeah. phase of our company. And then I, you know, and I, I, I loved, it was hard for me to leave the company, but when I got an offer to go, you know, be a site safety manager, I said, yes, I'm going to do that. And, you know, I went and did that for a couple of years and, Met some uh, amazing folks and worked with some amazing people. And Hopefully, then I know who you're talking about. Matt Creasy's <laughs> one of them. He's he's probably he's one of the best right. safety guys ever. So, whoa, there you Ooh. go, Joe. Now you can't. Oh, and Joe, and Joe too. Oh, they got to go and Joe, and Joe, and that guy. How much did you pay him? Yeah, we're I'll double it out there. Double it, Brett. It was before you got here. We had a whole thing. Double it, Brett. Yeah, double the money on the table. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so it's just a, you know from from going from leaving American Safety to going into you know Brinnerson for a couple of years working as site safety manager, uh, meeting great folks over there to um, you know getting a then then kind of what happened from there is I had a recruiter. I was on that LinkedIn page mm -hmm. and had a recruiter just call me out of nowhere and say, "Hey, come down and uh, we want we want to talk to you um, about working in agriculture." And I was like, "One wonderful or Paramount at the time it was Paramount Farming." Yeah. What are, what are these guys? And so I start looking it up and I'm like, well, I've always wanted to diversify a bit and it's a great offer. And then they came right to me. And so, yeah, I stayed there for another two years and um, learned to uh, learn so much. And just having that change from oil and gas to ag, it was it was shocking. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, the one thing I will say is I was at a great company um, that, you know, gave me the tools and gave me the resources I needed to be able to get there and, and bring them to the next level as well. Um, and now, I mean, they're, they're a safety department, you know, from, from bringing me in to help develop that department to where they are now with the professionals they have brought in. I mean, it's just, it's, that's amazing to see what can happen, um, when you really put your, you know, put your mind to things and get what you want. For yeah. sure. One of the things that I really wanted to focus on while you were here is because one of the questions me and Joe get a lot. And you hit on a little bit, but maybe we can go a little deeper into it. Was that people are always asking us? They get out of they get out of school or they get some certificates, but they can't find a safety professional job. Yeah, that's where they always have the biggest issue is finding a job because they don't have the experience. And we've talked about on the show about like utilize whatever it is that you're doing. If like Joe always brings up this point, if you're working at Burger King, start finding the safety aspects that you do yeah. in your job and yeah. use them. But I think like a company like American Safety, you guys have a really diverse. Uh, business right like you yes. do lots of it's all safety related but you, you sell ppe you have gas detection you do oil and gas stuff right i don't know, maybe you can yeah. Yeah, high level list what you i do. mean wow that's they do it's really hard to do the elevator talk with uh with, <laughs> when it comes to our services because it's really broad um but the way i like to put it is you know we're a safety uh safety sales service and rental company okay. you know so um, really the, the two dividers, the main dividers of our company is that we have the service side and then we have a whole drug testing side on the oh, other yeah, side. Oh yeah, I forgot mm -hmm. you guys do drug testing. Yeah, so the, COVID testing. Yeah, so COVID the, testing. Uh, yeah, drug testing side, uh, you know, ran by Sarah McGay. She's been awesome, you know, really handling biz over there for several years, um, getting us, bringing us up to the next level. Um, we're also, you know, we've taken on the COVID testing as well. Um, cause you know, we, we do operate and yeah you know, have uh, lab techs already. So figured might as well mm -hmm. run with that for the year. And then, um, you know, uh, other things that we do, the main, the main, main branches are going to be your, um, you know, your gas detection department, 
um, where we're installing and, you know, we're putting gas detection systems in everything from municipalities, wastewater plants to uh, drilling rigs to, you know, facilities and, you know, ag facilities. It could be there's there's hazardous environments and everywhere more than yeah. just the oil field so yeah. that really keeps us busy across the board uh we have our confined space rescue department and um we also have our um you know ppe and cell side of things where we're also selling gas detection breathing air equipment all of your you know all your ppe all your covid supplies you know mm -hmm. we've even um, when things got tough last year, 2020, um, we brought on the COVID uh, sanit sanitation department. Oh, yeah, so, sanitation technicians. Yeah, and yeah. Like so that. we're doing everything from we have several um, scheduled visits on a weekly and monthly basis, and then we're doing anything like 24-hour emergency response if they got you know somebody or a yeah. building or something that has COVID or potential, then we'd come out and spray it down and. Uh, yeah, don't forget man. training i know you yeah. guys have a, ton of training. A, a lot of training yeah. as yeah, well you can probably just keep listing for a yeah. while yeah we could talk for about 30 minutes on <laughs> but, it, so. but the main point <laughs> i wanted to make was that uh sometimes when you're trying to look for a job like be creative and look at yeah don't always go for just a safety professional job right yep. look around look for a company like american even if they only do a fraction of what american does you can do what you did what all all of us here have done Definitely. at some point in our career and utilize what you learn like even if it's ppe sales or yep. you go in and you're doing drug and alcohol or you go in and you're doing definitely whatever repairing, else you just repairing said repairing monitors yeah and gas repairing. detection right you have to start somewhere you gotta yeah. start somewhere I mean, and that's a great place to start yeah, i think we have competitive pay and i mean it's you know it's not we're not saying that all of our jobs are what's going to be your end game but it's definitely a great start and myself along with you know many other professionals i know uh, over the last several years have have come through not only our company but you know other safety type companies and i mean we opened up another branch in uh, midland texas about four years ago it's called signal safety services and so you know these guys it's it's really interesting it's the same um the, the folks running our business out there um you know it's really the same philosophy i mean we're running the same exact kind of show um the same type of folks same yeah. people they're they're running through these safety service companies to you know with a goal of wanting to be a safety professional and that's you know it's something that we take you know we don't take lightly yeah, we want to get people seriously. to their goal and um all at the same time we want to fulfill our customers needs and mm -hmm take care of what needs to be taken care of and that's safety needs so. well one thing i think matt highlight was really important i kind of thought about that right now is just all those things that you you literally just mentioned all of that transition is some portion of safety mm -hmm. at some time i've had to drug test an employee so i have i've had yep. to know the background on that exactly i've had to train i've had to do gas detection i've had to yep. fix monitors know how they work you know especially you're on a job and one goes off i know that's those are some questions are in the yeah. chst asp those are some yep. questions about monitors um, breathing detection, PPE, even if you're just doing one facet, you know, obviously if you get good at it, you know, you can move yep. around in the company and, okay, well, I want to learn a little bit more about this or that. You can kind of get good at what you do and then branch out and learn more and having all those skills together Definitely. provides that pathway. You're like, okay, well, what, what experience do you have with X, Y, Z? Oh, well, you know, I actually used to do this or sell this and I had to look up the specs yep. and understand how all this stuff works because again, what you're learning does translate into safety. We call it life life saving services because it's I mean almost everything almost every one of our positions whether you're drug testing folks uh, it's a life saving yeah. position. You have everything uh, to where you know uh, somebody in PPE cells is recommending that they wear a certain type of 
cartridge for a mask, right? Right. There could be a lot of error that takes place there, right? Yeah. So that's why our training and training our, our folks and our professionals and what to recommend that, that, you know, and those are things, okay, so you could even take that from a person recommending to a customer a cartridge mask, right? Those are the same questions that a safety professional is going to get yeah. from his project manager. It's okay. I got some guys. They're going to be this is pretty dumb. They're going into ammonia. What kind of mask? What kind of cartridge does he need? Well, he needs an ammonia cartridge, or you know. But from there on, I think you can kind of you can break it down a lot more. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. A lot of people don't know, and I know that they'll come to you for for the expertise. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, or hey, I need some help. I need some guidance. And again, it's always nice to have that reliable company. That oh, you know what? I know. If I need something, I can go to this company and I can use that to either take care of my projects yeah. or, hey, I need I need this additional help. You know, whatever. You, again, it's full service. I know. And I'm, yeah. it's it's just really good to have that ability to, hey, I need you. I've I've even come to the conclusion as I'm as I'm always looking around. I always get better deals with companies that do a a large amount of of work rather yeah. than very narrow. Yeah. You know, there's companies that sell the same type of PPE. Mm -hmm. But if I go to a company that has a large quantity or, or has a, a wide variety, they're always going to have the better prices. And I'll and be honest with you. I've, I just, today I just bought, you know, a, a, a whole suite of S FRCs. It's cheaper than anywhere I can find it even online. Yeah. You know, like to go to American. Yeah. 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 I yeah, always tell people to go to American for FRC. No, it's, yeah, it's, that's, you it, know, they're expensive. We focus on, so one of the things, number one is we do get, large volume discounts We're you know, from having, you know, locations across the country, um, we have buying power right there. And so, uh, there's like a difference between us and like the big block stores. I don't want to say any well, names, no, some yeah. big ones that you may see across yeah. the nation. Does it like uh, rhyme with manger? <laughs> it could, it could <laughs> or, rhyme with manger. So. Or loop alarm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, basically with, um, those types of companies, they have very large overheads and they got, you know, spots all over the country and they got executives and shareholders and things that they need to tend to. Yeah. And we don't, um, we're a small business. We're a family operated business started by a family, um, still ran by a family. Yeah. He's, and, he, yeah their owner's still there. I just yeah, saw him today. Yeah. Yeah. He's still there. And he day. still recognized me. I haven't oh, seen yeah, him in years. He's yeah. like, Hey Joe. I was like, Oh he man. He remembers everybody. Yeah. I gave me little butterflies. I was like, Oh, he still remembers me. <laughs> he's all, yeah, you're the troublemaker, right? Oh yeah. That's me. Yeah. That was him. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's like, like I always tell people and Matt, Matt made the point that no matter where, no matter where you work, you know, obviously if, if you don't work in, in the, the general area that, that you're located, Obviously, there's a lot of a lot of powers that you guys have when you're looking into making that next change. Yep. Look into companies that will provide those things for you. Look, even if it's not a company that you want to work for, you know, again, it's if it's a yeah. stepping stone and like like American Safety, what they do is they provide that training, they provide yep. that education. Look for those opportunities. Yeah, it's not it's not the 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 desired job, but everything's a stepping stone. If you're learning mm -hmm. from them, I think 100 percent you can easily leverage that into into better jobs. And I think that's a better stepping stone than a lot of other, a lot of other choices you can make. Like just going into construction or something. Yeah, you can learn about safety, but going yeah. to a stepping stone like this, I think is just so much more valuable. You're gonna get the knowledge a lot quicker, yep. and it's just gonna make it easier for you to, and faster for you to make that transition. Yeah, you know, I, I attribute a lot of the successes that I've had. I know Matt probably does too. Is just having that diversity, having that ability to go from one job to another. Oh, yeah, at the time, I wasn't too happy about it because I had a brand new kid. But, you know, looking back, those experiences, you know, uh, they're rare. 
Yeah. They're really rare. I'm, most of the time you'll find somebody that works in a, in a company. They've been there 20, 30 years. That's all they know. If you try exactly. to get outside of that, they're like, well, I don't know outside that. And I mean, what other stepping stones are really out there where you can go from, you know, making, you know, low, low, you know, yeah, minimum wage, to, a little bit above minimum wage, you know, up to a hundred thousand dollars a year. There's yeah. not many jobs like that where you can say, look, you go put your head down, hit the books, you know, while you're working with us and, you know, we'll give you any other resources or training, or, yeah. you know, uh, testing material that you may need to get to the next level. But again, it's like it, this takes the person to do that as yeah, well. And they have to put in the work. In 100%. Sure. And look, some people are lucky enough to, to, to go get that job without all the training and the extra stuff. A lot of people aren't that lucky. Right. And so, you know, it's just, it can go either way. Um, but I think as long as you, you know, you put your head down, read the books, yeah. um, ask questions. I always tell people that yeah. ask questions Definitely when you're out on a job, questions. keep asking questions. Don't sit there like a mouse, get involved. And mm -hmm. that's a part of what we sell as well as the involvement. And, you know, so it's, it's yeah, it's you good. don't have it's people falling asleep on the job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I tell everybody all the same, you know, I, I accredit a lot of my success to American because. When I was there, I was able to work in, in a diverse environment. I was going through school. I was able to apply everything that I was learning in school for my bachelor's to the actual, you know, uh, field that I was working in. I was lucky enough to one of one of the projects that we had was a, a geothermal power plant. Yeah. I got to work with an industrial hygienist while I was taking an industrial hygiene class. Yeah, so I was, was able to like, oh, wow. That was down at Cal Energy, right? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was way down there. And, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of the, a lot of the. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's favorite job. Everybody. Stuff. Yeah, it was, it Cal was Patria, hot. It was miserable. But again, you know, that's an experience. A lot I hear of they're people. firing back up. Hey, it's fine. Okay, yeah. We got the call. Uh, you know, my rates have gone up extensively <laughs> exactly. since I've left. So far. So. Um, but no, it's, it's, uh, it was a great, it, it, don't get me wrong. It was a, it, the, the environment was terrible. It was hot and smelly and all that other stuff. But just being able to actually deal with industrial hygiene and, and see, yeah. see the actual practical application of, okay, this is where you put the monitors and this is how you do area and how you yeah. do focus and how you do wipe tests and all this other stuff. And I'm like, if I hadn't had that experience, it would have just been like, I know a lot of people say, well, it's just a book. You're right. But having the book and the experience, you can, you can connect yeah. the two. And now when I go out, I'm able to see things a lot of people don't. I yep. can go out and say, oh, hey, that's that's probably an exposure. Nothing beats hands-on experience. Nothing. Not knocking schooling of or course. college by any means. But I completely agree. Yeah. Go back to episode. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Go, go ahead back, Matt. Go ahead and defend you. Wait, what school are you going to? It's fine. Oh, yeah. oh that's I right. I told you, it's good for getting your foot in the door. That's what yeah. it's good for. Okay, so I think we got foot in the door from your company down yeah. pretty good. There's a couple other things that we hit on that I want to ask you about. So. Okay. One of the things that I've talked about before, and I think it'd be kind of cool if you shared your story a little bit, is I think when I was very new into safety, and Joe just kind of hit on this too, uh, it's really easy to get stuck in the company or the the position that you're in and be like, that this is it, this is what I know, I know everything or whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, for me, it was I know everything. You were yeah, at, of course. You yeah, were with me yeah. at that point. Oh, I was young. I knew everything. You did. But like, how beneficial was it for you to take that leap, whether it was from American to Brenderson, and and you know, or even from Brenderson to the yeah. ad company, and like. How did it just change your perspective on safety? So, okay. So jumping from American as like a service provider, you know, getting into training, light consulting, not much, never, um, ne I was never put like with one company as a consultant. I was yeah. always mm. helping different companies. Yeah. And so I think going from that to, you know, like a, a site, site manager, that, that, that jump right there was tough and it was, it wasn't easy. That's and probably like a 
whole new world. I had to fake it a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Oh, we knew. We, everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to fake it a little bit. But I think, um, you know, ultimately, it, it pushed me. And that's when the books opened even more. They opened a lot wider. You know, the books were about halfway open before that. And I was learning <laughs> things and, you know, watching videos and just, you know, getting all the, and going through some classes and kind of getting the basics. And I think um, getting out there in the field, it, it really let me know I need, I need to learn more. And that, I was pushed very hard. It, I think even when it came to like preparing for a, you know, PowerPoint I had to do the next day, I would sometimes sit there for two or three hours reading these PowerPoints just so I could show up and, and talk to these people. And mm -hmm. I think our, what our, I think our safety meetings over there started, I think we had about 50, 60, 75 people at the start, but we got up to like, and then it went up to 150, yeah. 200. I think we were up to like 230 people yeah, at one time. At least. And so me and Matt are like, mean, we're doing presentations to more than 200. We had to get people. like a hall. We had, yeah. yeah. We ended up having to get a hall and yeah, like the, uh, yeah. but those are the things right there. I don't do that as much. Right. And I still get up and talk in front of people, but I think for me, um, like going to Brinnerson, my first sleep, it was getting more experience like around the books. Um, and then understanding more of the scopes and what the actual scopes and maintenance and, you know, oil field maintenance yeah. goes, goes along with that. Um, then, you know, I think then moving to, um, wonderful company, um, that, uh, the, the vice president at the company, the way he, he drove me, um, I will say that turned me into a better professional. Um, so I had great leadership, uh, great leadership at Brenderson too. My, my leader there, Conrad, I mean, he really took me to the next level as well and, you know, help, helped me get that experience and helped me see the light. And he knew where I was at skill set. Mm -hmm. And so he helped bring me to that next level. Much love there. Um, but also, you know, going to wonderful and just being pushed uh, by this by this vice president I had over there it was uh, it was tough. And that was, you know, and I came in and it guns blazing and we were doing great things and I'm learning all the tasks and everything. And and everything was great, except for like my margins on my Excel spreadsheets and things. <laughs> it was like <laughs> and so it was like it really helped me refine everything. And so, you know, there I was. I thought I was more of a seasoned safety professional, which I'd say I was at that point. And then having to refine all of these skills down and, and then my presentation skills, not just like presenting in front of. Uh, you know, 200 people, but more so presenting in front of a, a like, board of directors, like like really performing yeah. in front, you know, performing in front of the vice, which the, to me is way worse than performing yes. in front than oh, yeah. doing anything in front yeah, of 300 much, people. Yeah. So, so that, that got into my, uh, my monthly meeting with the managers and that really took me to the next level, I think as a professional. And then, um, you know, getting the call that they wanted me to come back to America. And that was a, that was a call. Um, I, I was really happy to get, and, you know, I, I love being there. My team, uh, I mean, our, just our management team alone. I mean, we have we have more than 75 years experience between, you know, between the four of us and five of us, really. So, I, I mean, the, the experience is there. The team's there. Everything I want is there now. And, you know, and I'm I'm happy to be what I'm doing. Yeah. I just like that. It really pushes the point that, like, don't get it's not always good to get comfortable in your position. And sometimes yeah. if a challenge is. Uh, it comes up and you can take it and it's something that's going to force you to get better. Yeah. Like to me, that's, if it's, it, that could definitely progress you in your career and in your definitely. life a lot. Yeah. And try to like, one of the things I always tell people is try to get involved. And I, I you know, with COVID this last year and I'm, I'll say it, I'm not big on these like remote learning. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I can't get into that stuff and don't get me wrong. I just, I just uh, join, I'm going to do one of the ocean ones coming up, but 
ultimately I, I haven't been going to these these annual symposiums and, yeah. and things and those those are i tell people whether it's like a safety culture class or you know any osha classes or anything to keep up ceus or especially if it's off-site try to do that once a mm -hmm. year can go a long ways and you get to because i think like matt said you kind of get to like a point where you may think that you know everything or you're the like guy. I got this, yeah. But then you start putting yourself around more professionals again. Um, and especially in 2020, we haven't seen as many professionals, you know, not not saying they're gone, but we're yeah, just not just having meetings around, and yeah. you're not. And so I think when you kind of get out of that like spotlight and you get out of that that like daily routine, like now it's a whole different thing. Like, how are we gonna get going now? But mm -hmm. I, I know hopefully they'll start putting these symposiums out yeah. there again and things. But I, I say do one of those. Try to at least once a year, at least once every other year. So you can go around other safety professionals. You can hone in on your skills. You can watch other examples and see if there's anything that you're missing. And you get to network. And you, like, get, to yeah, network. you get to network. Yeah, you get that drive built up with all the good files on it. And you got, got to bring a terabyte at least with you in those classes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I think Matt, Matt brings a good point is there comes a point and I, i've I, we've seen this on the reddit and stuff like that people hit their hit a plateau they call it the safety yeah. slump yeah safety, safety slump, slump uh seven year itch that might be marriage but i know that's still the that's safety still slump i've <laughs> i i feel like whenever i i see people posting about it all the time yeah, yeah. it's like three to four years seems to be like the average where people feel like they hit a slump and they kind of have gotten everything they can out of the position they're in and it's hard to yeah. stay motivated let me ask you guys this do you guys think that might have anything to do with some of the teams that they're on as well for like sure. maybe they're not getting the support from management well i would say leadership because yeah, i know I've, I've kind of been there for a quick second not where i'm at but previous and i think whenever he is even if they're like oh we're all in but then they're not you know mm -hmm. maybe not really in that can be a little bit frustrating or maybe you're not getting the support you're needing and but there is the slump as well. If you got everything you need and everything's yeah. great, and then you're just like, hey, you're, Could you're, be you're bowling reasons. strikes. And, yeah. you, know, you need some more challenges. So, Or you think you're bowling strikes. How do we get out of that? How do we get out of the slump? Well, that's what I was asking you. That's why I asked <laughs> you to tell your story because I feel like the best way to get yeah. out of your slump is sometimes to find a new opportunity that's going to push you yeah. and force you to do something new and force yeah. you to learn. It might not be the right right uh, fix for everybody. Definitely. But I... I know that me leaving Brinderson right after you left Brinderson yeah. was the best decision I ever made, even though it was really hard for me to make that decision. Yeah. Best decision I ever made. Cause when I, when I went to my new position, they pushed whole new harder, world. Right? I found out I had no clue what I was. I mean, I had a little bit, I knew a little bit. What nothing, I was doing, nothing's but, really yeah. changed. Everybody, nothing has really changed. <laughs> but it forced me to learn so much more yeah. to become more professional and then made the transition again. Every transition I've made has forced me to learn so many new things. Even yep. this, this transition, I've been doing safety for 11 years now. The transition I just made two months ago, I'm in a whole new world again. Yeah. Even though it's still safety, yeah. I'm learning so much stuff in the last three. I've learned so much in the last three months because I've been forced to because it's a new position. So it's new regulation and new, new regulation, new dealing with different yeah, people and new understanding. People, yeah, new processes. Yep. Yep. But yeah. That, I don't know. I don't no. know how else to get out of it besides that. Well, uh, what I've always it, yeah. told people is sometimes you need another challenge. Yeah. Either if That's you, it. if you've tapped everything in that company, then yeah, yeah I, I would say that. But and you think you know, about it, there's, I, I get enjoyment, like, you know, going to wonderful company and going over there and them telling me, Hey, we, we love your oil field experience and your background in construction. And, you know that's what we need and you know that was great to hear yeah. that oh, yeah. and then actually getting in there uh it was a lot harder than i thought it would be yeah. but i mean we we made some great strides and but again it's the going in and fixing things i love fixing things and that's operations you get to do a, a bit of that um and 
in safety, obviously, you know, but it's, I love to go in and fix things and, and, you know, revamp things and, Hey, let's bring a process back together. Let's change that to a picture process map. Let's make, you know, let's, yeah. let's bring the folks in. Let's let them throw the, you know, throw this around a little mm -hmm. bit and see what we can make out of it. And uh, th those are the things I like to do. And so I could see, you know, once you have everything perfect and you're bowling strikes and, you know, which doesn't always happen like yeah. that. It usually doesn't happen like that. Yeah. But, uh, I think once you get there, maybe that's the time to maybe jump in, go, go to a new place, you know, see, see what problems they have, see what you can fix, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm not, but I'm not saying everybody go quit your job. No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I read yeah. an article in one of the safety magazines is last week or a couple of weeks ago that I think the average is only about four or five years per yeah. company. So yeah, I think that's becoming the norm. Like in society yeah. today, there it's a whole study that's saying that people are working at uh, companies they're like it, back in the day 50 years ago it was you get a company you work there your entire life yeah now yeah. it's like that's not that's not the norm anymore now it's you switch companies because it's a continual growth yeah, yeah. and that's also a millennial thing that we see well, well. yeah there's, yeah. there's a lot of millennials means, but yeah i i, would I don't like to that. tag that because technically yeah, yeah. i would say technically i think we're all millennials. <laughs> well, I, th I know that you were trying to come up with like this new new uh change on the millennials because they're saying like before 1994 or something like that like you're a completely different breed than people after 1994 so i think it was 1994 still considered millennial yeah i think it's like 80 to 2000 91 i thought it was like 85 it's 85 yeah, i don't remember call. but anywhere in, in that thing they're going to they're trying to split them apart because there's people no. that that grew up with the internet and people that grew up without it. Oh. Yeah. So they're, they're saying that's like, they're trying to divide that millennial type of situation. Mm. Um, but I mean, I digress. I, I would say that a hundred percent, you know, a lot of companies, I, I would say it would be more like the leadership. I feel like if you're the manager, you gotta know, have good leadership. you, you gotta have, which is extremely difficult. It yeah. is. It is very difficult to have that and just learn how to challenge, look at yeah. your people and say, okay, well, Maybe there's some uh, there's some weakness in one area. You know, there's some weakness in yeah. another area. How do how don't do I give that to them? To don't be afraid to offer leadership training rather than just assuming they're yes. going to be a good leader. Or don't just yeah, don't just throw them in there and say you know how to lead or you know how to manage. You got we, this. We get too frustrated sometimes where you're like, oh well, you know, he should have known that. It's like. It, was he Should they have that? known that? Yeah, hundred percent. Was he? I mean, yeah, it sounds like common sense, but not everybody has common sense, and that's the. That's uh, that's probably one of the better traits that we look for. You know, it's common sense and people that can talk and work their way through problems and you know that's what I like. Do it I, the right way. I see a lot of things. I was gonna send you a video the other day, Joe. It was a, uh, I mean, like Elon. We talked about that in the last one, but uh -huh. there's so many more people now that are saying that they're way more focused on finding people that have the right life skills, like common sense, common yes. communication, logical thinking, communication, yeah. rounded person, and yes. a way more than the actual formal education yeah. part. Because with you can have formal education, but if you don't have the other stuff, yeah, you're not gonna oh, be man. you're not gonna be the I greatest mean, employee. Let's be honest. How many CSPs, you know, high ranking people have masters, bachelors? And safety, and they're just giant yeah, jerks. We, I mean, I know we, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're both looking at me. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> All right. One last thing before we wrap it up. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about so, uh, is like, what are the benefits? Because I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. As a safety professional, and, and some companies I've worked at, it's always been a push to say, you know, it's always about saving money, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But I try to always push like, Hey, there is a lot of benefits to using a company like American Safety in certain situations, like in confined space rescue, yes. like in gas detection, like in lots of lots of things like that, right? Yep. And uh, there's a lot of benefits there, right? So, like, yes. what what are some of the benefits for a company to use a company like yours instead of always doing internal training and relying on employees? Yeah. 
So, I mean, let's focus on confined space rescue because yeah. let's be real. That's the one that you get the most. most Over common. the last five, seven years, everybody said, look, we want your company. We look, we don't want you to go out and get a contractor. We want you to have your own rescue yeah. personnel and you do it yourself kind of thing. And it's great. And it makes sense. It's saving money. Um, but I'll say the, the biggest issue with that, um, it all depends. Look, if these guys are out there con providing confined space rescue for their crews on a daily or week, even a weekly basis, I would say, great. That, that's probably a great plan. You're going to save money. And we can also help you there from everything from training your people to providing you with, you know, trailers and all the equipment you would need for confined space rescue. Uh, going into that, you're, you know, you're going to have um, any of the mock rescues you want us to be a part of or, you know, just... Yeah, man, <laughs> any mentorship, on that, huh? things like that. Country, you know, 10 degree weather. We could keep your team tip shop, tip, 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 tip shop, <laughs> yeah. tip top shape, tip top shape. So we can keep it up there. But um, ultimately, uh, again, like if it's our people do confined space rescue on a daily basis. Yeah. And I'm not putting down anybody else's teams because there's some great teams out there and we work with them all the time. And I, you know, we appreciate their business. And um, and we're happy whether we get the rescue or, you know, or we train other people to do it for them. But I could say in most cases, like unless you're a company that's doing entries constantly, you don't want to do it because one, I'm telling you, oh, we'll help you with your mock rescues and things. But normally people don't jump back in to do those mock rescues. And then um, I think a lot of it's just, you know, we're, again, we're out there doing it every day. And then if if you pull your crew out maybe every three months or even once a month, they're just not going to be uh just as in the moment as we will be i mean it, or the training may not be up to date as much and another thing too is um you know most of the training so for most folks that are out there performing their own rescue they're going to be doing like vertical non-complex entries um and then most of the things where you'll see us on are more complex vertical entries where um you know using rope systems and things like that and you know, and pulley systems and getting more complex with things and um, being able, we can get people tied off in different yeah. places than most people with fun. our competent, um, competent led folks and things like that. And so, I, you know, it's, I'm not sitting here knocking anybody that wants to go out and do their own team no. uh, by, by all means, go do that, especially if it makes sense um, and it's cost effective. But I will say just, you know, be, be prepared, you know, have the right plans in place and, um, call us if you want the best training. <laughs> yeah. Just a word of caution. I mean, cause when I very, before I got into we safety, can, yeah, I was is, on a team as yep. a, as a confined space rescue guy, we did one mock rescue a year. I remember that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cause when we, we looked at that and we were like, yeah, why we did one mock yeah. rescue a year, which was cool. Like I got to learn a lot that day, yep. but you know, you learn something, you might remember it for your first few weeks, really good. Yeah. And then it starts to slowly yeah, they're die definitely away. Perishable skills. E exactly. And then what happens is, an incident actually happens and guess what like it i kind of know how to kept in fumbles yeah exactly yeah. but once i went and worked for american for a while and i got to see like how the guys have to deal with it every day write out their plans every day put their equipment up every day yeah. like it's for a different them level, yeah. it's gonna it's a whole different thing like it to is. them that is their job and if something happens, they're they're prepared to handle the situation. Just the knot. I like to always say just the knots, the rope knots alone. I already forgot them. I yeah. Can, I mean, most I people can probably I'll tie both you of you right now. You them. have to practice these rope knots constantly. Yeah. And that's great. Oh, you have a you have a winch. You got a SRL. Great. Cool. That's great. But what happens when that fails? Yeah. What are you going to do to go back to your equipment? Weapon? Yeah. You have to go back to the rope. And we actually like to run rope from, as our primary. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, well, you'll see SRLs out there a lot too, but I mean, ropes, one ropes of the, great. One of the things that I've learned in that, in that realm is I've, I've worked with a company and they said, Joe, you, you're super knowledgeable. Hey, 
you build the rescue team. And I told him like, look, it's a huge liability. You mm-hmm. don't want to do it. I, I mean, if you want to pay me to go and do this, I'll do it. I don't, you know, that's, that's, I'm here to help you guys out. Yeah. But I told him at the end of the day, you don't want the liability. And I'll tell you the reason why, like you said, usually you're going to have your own team. And it, we have seen te- companies do successful teams. There's some they good, have somebody yeah. who's over it and they have training yep. and those, that's their dedicated job. But typically what's going to happen, you're going to have a welder's helper. You're going to have some, not a me- I'm not going to say a mechanic, but some kind of a, a technician yeah. that works on vehicles. The I've lowest had, level. Yeah. You're going to have the, the, the cheapest watch. guys the going in there yeah. and they usually do some other job normally. And then like, Oh, Hey, we have confined space. Okay. Now you're a rescue person. And you know, I'm always questioning like how dedicated is this person to this task? They were just probably just thrown on the yeah. side, like, "Hey, you're in. You are un. You're not as valuable as the welder, as are these other people that are going to be doing the work. So you're the low man on Tompo. I'm going to be sending you. And I'm like, I'm going to send these guys who have no medical Which experience. Which is the absolute worst mindset. Very first, it's very little ex- first aid experience. He's like 18, fresh, you know, fresh out of high school. That was he, me. You know, he has no experience, and I'm going to throw him a scenario where people's lives are in danger. And I told him, like, I just let you know, this is your liability of what you're doing. You're okay with this? And they're like, yep, yeah, that's what we want. Okay. <laughs> At the end of the day, you have to remember that this guy was using a, a grinding machine uh, yesterday or for the past six months, and now he's doing confined space. He might not have the experience. He might not have the knowledge. He might not have, you know, it's not... As being a person who's been in life and death situations, it's not easy to make quick, rapid decisions, right? It's it's a skill that it takes time. And you, like you said, you have to practice having that type of power and authority into somebody who can't, can't drink alcohol is probably not the best decision. (laughs) Well, well, let me, let me correct myself. Can't purchase, legally purchase alcohol, you know, or or now cigarettes. I keep forgetting cigarettes is 21 as well. I think that's just California. It's yeah. in California. It's not a good decision, you know? And again, I, I've always seen that as well. Oh, yeah, I'm a confined space rescue. I'm like, uh, I've had guys that were in the 300 plus pound range as a, as a confined whoa, space. Whoa, yes. You're taking shots and, at me right now? And, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, and, and again, you have to consider like, okay, if this guy goes in and he's overweight and it's hot and he can't lift the employee, the employee, like what? You know, what's the point of having these people versus hiring a company whose service is exclusively these guys. This is their job every day. This is their bread and butter. They're going to go out there every single day and they know the ins and outs. Right. They've been in multiple scenarios and they can take that experience and 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 customize it to a completely different scenario. Right. When I had to do bridges, it was a completely different. I've never dealt with a confined space, but there's a bridge. How do I handle that? Well, I've had all these different types and I kind of just figure out, well, this is how we're going to manage it. Yep. Right. Versus, hey, this guy, you're Mr. Mr. Welder's helper. Cool. Well, we're going to add this task to and Now you have to save people's lives. Potentially. Okay. Potentially. It's not easy. And we've been in situations where we've had to act. And I mean, yeah. yeah. How many times have you actually driven down the road and had to pull over just for an emergency? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Is it like two or yeah. three times? Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. hear that? that yeah, that's well, an award that I got. Yeah, in your yeah. face. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. I'll give you. I think, I'll, did you get like an award? I did get ASSC? an award for that. Yeah. ASSC. I'm on the internet. You can go look it up. Yeah. Joe Simmons, ASSP yeah. award. Yeah, it's on the internet. It's in internet. the archives. It's YouTube. It's back there away. It's on there. Thing. Yes, sir. All right. Good job, Joe. <laughs> Big old smile on my face. Thanks, Brad. You made my no, day. That was pretty awesome. I, I appreciate that. that. I actually remember that that the, the day of the AS, ASSP and we're sitting there and I didn't even know it was going to happen. They they awarded Joe with a little medal of honor for pulling over and helping a victim in accident oh, pretty awesome yeah. i remember you telling me yeah about she that. flipped her car actually it was uh yeah yeah, yeah. 
It was a crazy day. It was a fun day. Yeah. All right, Joe, you got anything else for Brett? Um, no. I mean, like I said, um, hey, uh, I don't know how much time we have, but maybe just ramble off a couple of things that you look for as far as like when you're hiring. I know that again, we 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 talk about all the differences and and stuff. Like, what do what do you look for in a person who may not have safety skills? Right? They might have the safety knowledge just yet, but. What are the types of personalities, the things that you look for when when you're yeah. interviewing somebody? Okay, so a large number of our applicants are folks that are going through the fire science program or working like an ambulance company and want to come in. Um, that's kind of that's that's a lot of the folks that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that because a lot of the fire guys, you know, they've they've gone through a lot of this type of training and it's kind of in that, mm-hmm. in that, that it's in that realm in the yeah. wheelhouse of, the, of where they want to end up, and so it's kind of a good way. Really, anybody. Um, that, you know, maybe wants to get in any, any type of law enforcement. Um, we've also, you know, we've yeah. always, uh, you know, we've always loved having veterans, um, you know, veterans usually, you know, have, you know, great standards and good leadership. And, um, they're just, a, a, a they're the folks that we want to get jobs and, um, you know, yeah, bring, bring out here. So, um, other than that, I mean, it's like, we we're talking about earlier, common sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really getting these folks in here. So as far as like the resume reads is if it's for like any lower level, um, act, you know, level, lower level jobs, we love seeing people that have had industrial experience or construction or worked outside and outdoors, not saying that's all that we hire. I mean, no, I remember you hired a guy from Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean, but again, it's like if they come in and they, 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 you know, they show us that they want to work and that, you know, that we can see that they got good common sense and yeah you know, a good skill set, then we'll, we'll definitely take the plunge. Now, when it comes to, you know, safety consultants and kind of like that step above, it's a I little mean, different, but it's a little yeah, different. Yeah. We're looking for BCSP certs and we're looking the gold standard. Yeah. The gold standard, you know, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's our saying on the show. That's my yeah. saying the gold standard. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, any college experience, but more, more, the college is great. And when we see it, it's great, but more of what we're looking for is on the job experience. If say, if I'm going to hire a, a, you know, somebody on the large scale utility, like working around, um, you know, working on electrical projects up in the Bay Area or whatever, I, yeah. I'm going to get somebody that's been in electrical for yeah. that. Right. That's, that's, those that are more, yeah. you know, more specific contracts that we're on and, um, you yeah, know, or say it's military also, yeah. stuff and we're providing somebody with that. They're going to want to SSHO and things like that. These are the, your guys that are kind of already been working out on the bases and they have a lot of those types of certs. Yes. And, um, you know, other than that, it's going to be, you know, start getting your, get your OSHA 10 and 30, like knock that stuff out. It's not worth much, but it is worth something. It's something it's, it's a start. Like, Especially almost every level. project we're at now construction wise, I mean, it. you have to have it or mm-hmm. if it's a solar job or. Mm-hmm. You know, any solar consulting job that we're helps. on, you got to have, you got to have that. So, you know, I would say just come in and be motivated and, you know, we're actually hiring for rescue right now. I got a, a couple rescue positions open and a, uh, Matt? another, uh, safety equipment technician. Go ahead, Matt. Throw, throw that plug you, in. I'm going to do the so. safety tech one. Yeah. There you go. safety tech. You'd be good at that. So. <laughs> Let's go do a mock real quick. Let's go do a mock you know rescue. What, but it's, good. Again, hey, I, it's, we're laughing, it's but winter that's, time. that's an amazing place to start. You're going to be oh, able to learn the equipment. 100%. Um, you're going to feel comfortable with the equipment. You're going to, you're going to know what it's like to put the equipment on and test it and, and go through all these classes. And, you know, we're, uh, we're Honeywell and Scott and MSA distributors. So, I mean, we, you're going to learn all the top brands and these are the industry standard for, for, for what you're seeing out there. Yeah. So, you're going to learn, you're going to learn whether you're tools. working here in Bakersfield or, you know, out in Texas, anywhere, 
halfway yeah. across the world. I mean, we've we've actually had a joint venture over in uh, Abu Dhabi, um, United Arab Emirates for for years. We have a good so, following in the Middle East. So. Do you? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know if they know Almond Surrey and <laughs> all those guys, but great. Hopefully, uh, we meet again. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. And thank you, Brett, for coming yeah. in. You know, thank we you really guys. appreciate you helping all of our listeners get their foot in the door and and make that and leverage their leverage their skills to the next level. Yeah, definitely. you know that's what we're all about. Appreciate you guys having me out here. You know, like Matt and I both can say you know with uh, certainty that you know you your Speak company, yourself. you guys. I know. I, I think were you here when he was here? I don't remember. Were was I Amer- here when he was here? When you were at American. Was yeah, he, Brett was there. I yeah. don't remember. I, I remember you came like a yeah. little bit after I started. Yeah, it's already been like seven years. Ah, that's a long time. Back. Yeah. But yeah, you, you've helped us. We've all learned, yeah. you know, a lot from American Safety. And I still learn, you know, quite a bit every once in a while. I'll go in there and we'll have a chit chat. like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that, you know? Yeah, so, man, we're we're uh, <laughs> we're loving roundtables. Come on in for a roundtable. We do them all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you guys need anything, uh, go ahead and contact Brett. We can put your, your yeah. information there on, on the podcast and, and the details below and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was going to say, do you want good. them to, like, if they wanted to reach out to you, website or Instagram or anything like that specific that they can go to to reach out to you? Yeah, I could, I'll, throw, I'll throw that out there. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, if uh, uh, I think we've hit pretty hard on, on that, but let's check. I know oh, Reddit. Yeah, mailbag um reddit i haven't gotten anything on the mailbag most of it's on reddit you know i've been having having a lot of questions on like certifications i know one guy keeps hitting everybody about like um it's weird it's it's cooking like a cooking yeah he's like all about getting burned by oil and stuff so really yeah yeah he's hit that button quite a bit well Um, they you know it's funny i was actually just talking to a friend they'd opened up a bakery and they were saying um their workers comp rates really oh yeah 100 percent. they were saying bakeries are even higher than than restaurants yeah and i didn't i that just was i kind of looked it up a little bit and that's kind of was kind of off topic a little bit well it's not it's about safety that's a big thing yeah um you'd be surprised how many industries have really high comp rates because the burn slips trips and falls burns yeah. You gotta remember most companies that don't have any type of safety built in, that's that's gonna be mm-hmm. the it's it's ironic. The the higher the risk, the more likely they're gonna yeah. have a safety professional on staff versus yep. the lower risk, oh bakery, oh um grocery stores. You'd be surprised how high grocery stores can be. Yeah, they're really high. So it's and it's because they don't have an individual person overseeing everything. It's just like, oh well, oh, we're gonna have a high I'm I, I got an interview, you know, some time back for an ambulance company. How many ambulance companies have safety professionals? It wasn't even for like a full-time safety professional yeah. job. It was for like HR slash safety tech. And I'm like, mm. I even asked her, like, how like much work. of that is safety versus how much is HR? Because don't get me wrong, HR is, is quite a bit in, in, in safety. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be an HR person. I want to be a safety person. Yeah. You know, I could, I could sit there and I could tell you, I bet you your mod, your mod, high, your mod rate's high. I know because medical has high high mod rates typically as i bet you have this 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 goes how did you know i'm like well i've been in this field for a long time i've been in you know in the industry for a long time i can i can kind of see the types of injury that you're dealing with do you want that down or do you want somebody that's going to handle like hey sexual harassment she goes sexual harassment i'm like okay i'm not your guy so it happens um but yeah if you guys any have any questions i know a lot of people have been hitting us about the chst ohst all that kind of fun stuff um yeah just hit up on reddit you know, I think workplace safety is like the place to go to. I've seen some on safety professionals, um, our safety professionals, but 
most of it's workplace safety. That's, that's Instagram, like the, the popular safety guys. Popular safety guys. Facebook. Sorry, guys. I don't, haven't been posting for a while. I've been super busy with work. So I'm going to try to start posting more. Facebook's the culture of safety. And then the culture of safety at gmail.com. Yeah. And then, of course, if you have friends, let them know about the, the, the website, the Instagram. You know, the podcast, I know a lot of people have been asking us about it. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody that's been listening. We really appreciate it. And Yeah, thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys have a good one. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, guys. Hey, Brett. Bye.